Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Dear Maxine, Linda, Donna and Dale, Jerry and Lynn, Brian and Gwen, Dad, grandkids, great-grandkids, great-great-grandkids, dear family, dear friends, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we usually try and measure faithfulness in service. If we sat down today with all the stories we know from Les, I'm sure we would get a pretty good list going. But the thing is, Les never really told me any of it. Like, any of it. I didn't meet him until after he had finished with most of it. And so I had to learn it from y'all. The stories about teaching Sunday school, serving as an elder. Honestly, I see a lot of it simply in that he raised you guys up enough to care about this faith that we share so much that you would be uncomfortable if all I talked about was him instead of the God that he trusted in. Which I suppose is probably why he never mentioned any of it either. See, if you want to measure faithfulness in service, you'll see a lot of stuff, but you will miss the most profound things. A quiet comfort that always manages to find God nearby, that recognize the truth behind the prophet Jeremiah's words, the Lord is my portion. That is what a witness to faith really is. It's not found in us at all, but in our God. Alas, is God. And it looks like peace. No matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, that's, that's the witness that I saw year after year that I got to spend with Les. He left a paper for us. I got to see it at the funeral home. At the top of it, it was just a couple of Bible verses done the right way. Like no chapter and verse that you guys got to look up later. He just sort of scribbled it out by memory. And it left an insight into the man that I knew and respected so much first verse I read. Wasn't really a surprise. Still made me smile. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. This is where the demeanor, demeanor really started to shine through. Les believed that God was not just good, but nearby actually working for us to help, to save, not even just in the things that we like, but in all things. God is the God who would draw near to us, even us sinners, to redeem and save. He is not the God who insists on staying in heaven, insisting that we try and figure out this thing ourselves while we struggle down here. Ours is the God who joins us, who takes on human flesh and human weakness to bear it for us in this world that we might hope in something bigger than ourselves. Ours is the God who gives us something to celebrate this time of year. He is the God who is Emmanuel, God with us, the God who advents, the God who shows up to help, the God who was with less every single day of his life, 
so that nothing would be so evil that God couldn't work good even in the midst of it. So, less new loss, any new change, any new suffering. But I never really saw it change his demeanor. He saw the God who was working for him good in all things. And that is the quiet witness that speaks to the most powerful of truths. Faithfulness isn't measured in serving. It's receiving. It's trusting in a merciful and present God, not just to hold out a future promise that at least one day we'll go to heaven, because that's great, it really is, but it doesn't do much for us until that day. But Les actually saw that faith in such a profound way that it changed the way he saw everything else, even here, even now. God works all things for good, all of them, even the things that we fear, even the things that hurt. And it's not because God likes suffering, and it's not because God likes pain. It's just that he's not afraid of it. And so ours is the God who came down from heaven for less, to be clothed in human flesh for less, to bear his weakness, his sin, his pain, his loss, even his death upon a cross, that suffering would not get to win. Loss would not get to win. Death does not get to win. Christ won. He gives us that victory in such a way that nothing can take it from us so that we can hold on to the very same faith that Les had and rejoice in the very same victory that he now knows. For God bled and died for him to save him from all of these things. And Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Death has been undone. All of the power of all of the darkness in this world has been brought to nothing. Light has been brought to this world and darkness will not and cannot overcome it. For Christ is risen from the dead and death has been destroyed. This is the promise that carried less every single day that he drew breath. And it let him call home wherever he happened to sit. As long as there was a recliner. Because God would be there too. Working good. To help to comfort, to save. It let him stare at everything that was wrong and just kind of smile. What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? You don't have to like what's going on. But faithfulness, faithfulness is hope right in the face of it. It is to look at every last thing that is wrong with the world and simply say, no. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor powers, nor principalities, nor anything else, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation, nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And it can't, for Christ is risen. And until something comes along to change that fact, we can share that same quiet hope. Last is in heaven. Christ has saved him. Christ is risen. That carried him through every day. And so we took communion the day that Les fell asleep. He said the psalm by memory because, you know, of course he would. And then that funeral hymn that we sing here in church every single week came to be. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace. And he did. 
He's in heaven now. He's resting, free from pain, free from misery, with all of those whom he had loved and lost who have already joined to God's own side. He is at rest, and on the last day he will rise in his body that will no longer hurt, that will no longer suffer, that will no longer fear the pains of age, to be rejoicing with you and with me and with all who have gone before in the marriage feast of the Lamb that has no end. This is the promise given. But even then, while we sat in that hospital and we took communion, his eyes saw what salvation looked like. Ours is Emmanuel. He is God with us who would dwell under bread and wine, in body and blood, for sinners to eat and drink unto life everlasting. That in our darkest of days, God would be Emmanuel. God would be with us, who would dwell in a hospital the same way that he would dwell on a farm, the same way he would dwell in an apartment, because God loves less too much to be anywhere else. So he shows up in body and in blood, with all of the power to save, with all of the power to rise past every last thing that is wrong, to work good and light and life in the very darkest of days to bring victory that Les would want you to know about. Because that gift is for you, too. You can have the same supper, the same body and blood, to be joined to the same God who gives the same victory. And you can sing with all the same saints, because we sing with all of them, the communion of all of the saints. Every time God would show up, he brings angels. He brings archangels. And he brings the whole company of heaven. We line up maybe 12 deep here. I still remember getting to bring him communion right down there. But that stretched out so much farther than any eye could see. For every saint sings along. And Lass is still singing. Just on the other side of the veil. But we will see him again. We will see him again because that same victory meal given to you and to me is the very thing that ties us to the life that death itself cannot destroy. So we will keep eating and drinking and we will keep singing that very same hymn and know that he sings along with us. And then especially this time of year, we're going to borrow his confirmation verse because I think he'd like to share it. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. This time of year, when emotions run high, cast your burdens on the Lord. But measure your faithfulness the way that you saw it, to receive. To receive from Christ the free gift of salvation. Christ, who is born for you and for me and for less and for all in a manger, who preached to broken hearts and lost souls and quiet, steadfast witnesses to a bigger truth and an unshakable peace. Emmanuel means God with us, because Christ, who was born, was crucified, and he is risen. He is risen indeed, hallelujah, and last will rise, and we will see him there. But even until that last day, God is with us. God is with us to work all things for good. God is with us in word and in sacrament to unite us to last and to all the company of heaven, even as we are united to a victory. And in all of these things, we depart in peace. Amen. And now may the peace surpasses all understanding. Keep your hearts and your minds unto life everlasting. Amen.